Hi everyone, my name is Haley. And this is Laura. And welcome to The Body Pod. I'm Haley from Haley Happens Fitness. I have been in the fitness industry for over 20 years and I have become passionate about helping women 35 plus get educated on how to get their best body composition and achieve their goals in the second half of life. And I am Lara, and I have been in the beauty industry for over 20 years in different capacities. I'm a master esthetician, and I have worked for several different beauty brands, and I have an extreme passion also for health and wellness, and I have loved helping women feel and look their best for the last two decades. Lara and I met... 25 years ago at Victoria's Secret, we were both store managers and it was love <laughs> at first sight when we met each other. Literally. And it has been nothing but amazing since then. So today I'm in the hot seat and Laura is going to interview me and tell a little bit about my background in fitness and how I got to be where I am today. Ooh. So <laughs> is anything off the table or I nothing just... <laughs> is off the table. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. My first question, what ignited your fitness passion and take us from that to where you are today? Okay. So first of all, I was, I've been super active my whole life. My dad, I remember him taking me to the gym with him at probably the age of nine or 10. And so I've always just been, my dad was super active. So I was super active. I was a gymnast all the way up through high school, a cheerleader gymnast up until I graduated from high school. When unfortunately I had back surgery that put me out for I don't know. I'm pretty much ended my cheerleading gymnastics career, which was fine. Cause at the time I feel like I well, number one, I'm five ten, So I was way too tall for gymnastics anyways. <laughs> so I was really just tumbling at that point. But I think that that all just, it, it gave me a love for fitness. I'd always been really active. And then when I graduated from high school, and I couldn't do the things that I was doing, I started to look for something else, which at the time I decided, you know, the easiest thing to pick up is running. Yeah. And so I started running super casual, maybe, you know, three miles here and there. And I don't know if I really fell in love with it, but it just gave me something to do that I could do. I didn't need a gym. I didn't need anything else. I was a poor college student. So that kind of, I don't know, filled my bucket for the time being. And then we fast forward to, I got married at 23 and I, at the time I was working for Victoria's Secret and this is the best part <laughs> of the story. <laughs> so I came in today, Laura and I were both store managers for Victoria's Secret. We're going to college and selling like hell. Sell like <laughs> hell. We were all in. And I remember I was working at the Salt Lake Victoria's Secret and I came in and the, the other manager was out of town. And so Laura was filling in from another Victoria's Secret store. And I remember the district manager sending me a message and she was like, okay, I really feel like you and Laura are going to hit it off, but make sure you hit your numbers. <laughs> 
It was all business. So I went in and immediately when I met Laura, we fell in love and I was like, oh, this girl is my jam. And we destroyed our numbers from there on out. (laughs) But the point of me telling the story is that after a few months of working together and becoming friends, Laura (laughs) talked me into doing the San Francisco marathon. And I, I think trained, I remember you calling me multiple times and I was like, I don't feel very good. It's 5am. I can't go on this ride or this run and totally belling on you and (laughs) bless your heart. You like stuck with me. So I kind of did the training. I actually signed up for the half marathon. Do you remember that? And you were doing the full. And so it was something that I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to try. I'm going to try a half marathon. So we go to San Francisco. Well, number one, I did not know that it was going to be the hilliest course on earth. I did not, I had not properly trained, but I was young, naive. I didn't have a clue. So I decided that it was just going to be what it's going to be. So Laura and I start the race together. It's super fun. We ran together for the first 12 miles. And then I finished the half marathon and I was like, I'm done. And Laura continued. And I remember going to meet her at mile 15. So I got to mile 15 before she did and saw her come through. And she was like, please just, just run a little bit with me. So I don't know how you talked me into that, but I ended up running the rest of the 26 (laughs) miles because we reel each other into everything. Everything. So I finished the marathon. I mean, I was dead Fred. I think we finished it in like four hours and 59 minutes. I I mean, mean, it was not fast, but it was also the hilliest, like you do not run San Francisco marathon for a, like a qualifier. No, it was, it was terrible. And we were young. We had no idea. This is the first race we ever did marathon. Our goal was to finish it. It was to finish. And do you remember they had piping hot? I was just going to say, so here we finish. Anyone that has run a marathon, anyone that has completed a race, the last thing you want when you finish a race is piping hot (laughs) clam chowder. But that's what they kept saying over the speaker. We have piping hot clam chowder. It was terrible. And mind you, it was in June. It wasn't freezing cold. Oh no, it was not freezing cold. So that kind of, I stuck with running a little bit. We did some 10Ks together. We did some half marathons. Uh, It kept me fit for, I don't know, up until I had my first child at age 20. I think I was almost 27. I remember after that, after getting through like the first eight or nine months of a newborn, I, we did a 10K together. I think it was like the Salt Lake City Classic. I don't even know what it was called, but it was in Salt Lake. On the 24th of July. Yes. So we did this 10K and... We did it. I felt great. And then I came home and, uh, my back was not happy at all. And I had a, I had a back surgery, uh, 10 years earlier. So that kind of ended my cheerleading gymnastics career and things were great for about 10 years. And then all of a sudden my back was super mad and I went to the surgeon and he's like, okay, this, you know, you could have surgery again, but at this point it's not looking super great because you've already had it once you should maybe not be running all the time. And so I was like, okay, well, I need to find something else to do. So shortly after I had had my first baby, Berlin, 
about two years later, I moved to right outside Boulder, Colorado. So I was in a town called Longmont, which was right outside Boulder and everyone cycled there. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a triathlon. And that's kind of like what took me into the next, I guess, phase of my life where I spent 10 years in the Ironman world. And at first it was kind of the same thing, how Lara and I started out. It was super casual. Um, you know, I did the first one just to see if I could finish it. I did not grow up swimming. I knew how to swim to save my life, but I didn't know how to swim for like an event. And that was super hard. Anyhow, I did that, you know, the first race, the first couple of races, and then I got really serious and I wanted to be good at it. And so I hired a coach from Australia and I got very into it and spent the next five years pretty competitive as an age group athlete, but I would, you know, be in the top three every time of the age groupers and it felt good. And that's kind of like the second part of my journey. I did that. I, if we look back a little bit, um, I had started the Pilates training program. So I was a Pilates instructor for that whole time while I was doing Ironman. And that lasted me up until I had my last child and my baby who is 13 now, but his name's Graham. And he was, I think, um, eight when we moved to New Jersey. So my husband got a job with VaynerMedia. Uh, you probably all know Gary V. And we had no plans of ever going to New York, but all of a sudden this amazing opportunity happened. And so we decided to move our family to New York. And I still did triathlon for a couple of years, but then I was teaching Pilates out there. I was doing triathlon and I started to see a hole in my own individual training. And I started to realize like, okay, Pilates is not enough. I started having knee problems. And within six months, I had a massive knee surgery where I was non-weight bearing for six weeks. And at that point, the surgeon was like that my knee surgeon, who was amazing. He was like, okay, so you can still run, but what quality of life do you want to have? Yeah. I mean, that is the biggest piece. What quality of life do you want to have is running that important? And I'm like, well, no, I really want to be active without having to have a full knee replacement or whatever. Yeah. And so I kind of knew that my triathlon, I don't know, decade of training was kind of coming to an end, coming to an end. And it was really hard. So all my endurance out athletes out there, it's hard when you kind of identify yourself with whatever you're doing fitness wise. I, I was, you know, working part-time in Pilates, but that was it. So this kind of defined me and it was really hard for me to pull back from, but when I had knee surgery, I knew I was going to be out for six weeks, completely in bed, non-weight bearing. And I was like, what can I do during this six week period where people sent me all of these like Netflix episodes and these, you know, series. And I was like, I don't want to watch TV. I'm not, I like TV, but it just, I, what can I do to maximize the six weeks? Because I can't be physical how I want to be. And so I decided at that time to get my personal training degree. So after that, I started to see these holes that were in my training. If I had been strength training while I was doing Ironman training, I probably wouldn't have had knee surgery. 
but these are all things that you learn. So I started strength training then fast forward. That was in 2019, fast forward to 2020. We all know what happened. The world shut down. Uh, my family at the time, Steve had left VaynerMedia and we were moving back to Colorado. So we moved back to Colorado and I decided I just wanted to perform pursue strength training and really cycling. Cause I could cycle. I didn't love swimming, running. I could do, but not how I was doing it before. So I started cycling and started strength training. And, you know, honestly, what is so funny, Laura, is I like at the start of the pandemic, I started teaching like TRX on my Instagram. And it was mainly because my clients were like, well, what do we do? All the gyms are yeah. shut down. What should we do? And I was like, okay, fine. I'll just post exercises on my Instagram for you guys. It's an easy way that you can just like, just follow along, do whatever, save it, do whatever. And so I was like the TRX girl. And I started getting followers like every time, every day I would get like 200, 300 followers during the pandemic. Cause nobody yeah. had anything to do. And so I was constantly on Google translate translating because I had people from Argentina and Brazil and like all these different countries. And I just thought, you know, my ultimate goal, this is so funny. <laughs> I was like, my ultimate goal is to work for TRX. Like that's what I yeah. want. Yeah. And no, I so remember you saying that. Yeah. So I started to just be like the TRX girl. And then I was like, you know what though, but I really want to focus on strength training. I want to focus on, I started to see holes in the education of what women were finding in the second half of life. So if you go on social media, anytime you can get 9 million ads served up for whatever paleo diet, you right. know, whatever the diet was, whatever the trend was low carb, high fat high carb, low fat, whatever it was. And everyone was like pushing this agenda. So I started thinking, well, why don't I figure out like, how do we get the information out? That's just evidence-based. So that led me to finding Tony Bataji, who I partner with now and the world was still shut down. So I started taking his online courses. I fell in love with them right from the get-go. I fell in love with Tony and his wife and we just kind of formed a good relationship over the next nine months as mm -hmm. I took all of his courses. And one day I got up the guts to ask him and his wife if they would want to do, you know, he trains personal trainers online. And I was like, well, would you want to do like a fat loss course um, for just general population for just women that are not trainers, but just give them the right information. So that's pretty much what led me to our first course together. And then it's kind of just grown from there. So super fun. That's kind of how I got to where I am. And that's me. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving us a five-star rating and sharing the body pod with your friends. Until next time.